Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Warriors 24-7 podcast. Brandon Cadiz here every single week, and we are excited to bring you this episode as the Warriors close out the Dallas Mavericks in five games at Chase Center, closing it off with a perfect record so far in Chase Center playoff history at home. Warriors are 9-0. And speaking of home court, the Warriors will, whoever they face in the NBA Finals, whether it's the Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics, they will have home court advantage. The Warriors beat the Miami Heat 2-0 in their regular season head-to-head matchups, and in the regular season, they had a better record than the Boston Celtics. The NBA does not go by seeding when determining home court advantage in the NBA Finals. Thrive City was lit yesterday when the Warriors clinched, and also we'll get into the whole Charles Barkley debacle on the TNT set a little later on in this podcast. Shout out to my girl Lauren Johnson who was able to chill and watch Game 5 with great victory at a local sports bar. Such a great time up in the East Bay. But back to it, the Golden State Warriors are moving to the NBA Finals, the first since 2019, and we have to just talk about this dynastic Warriors run. It's been two years removed. You got to see a lineup filled with Kai Bowman, Glenn Robinson, Willie Cauley-Stein. You saw the D'Angelo Russell's days with the Golden State Warriors, and for all that to cultivate together and have another run towards this dynasty, Bay Area sports fans, we have been spoiled for the past decade. The Bay Area got the San Francisco Giants three World Series titles in five years in 10, 12, and 14, and the Warriors are trying to replicate that. Back in the 80s, the San Francisco 49ers, of course. Now, in local Bay Area sports talk, the Warriors core in Clay, Steph, and Draymond, they're going for ring number four, putting them up there with Montana and Rice in Bay Area sports history. And Stephen Curry, the face of the Bay Area, undoubtedly right now. Now, if the Warriors can complete this, this will be the best title out of the last eight years if they win this fourth ring. 15, it was a shocker, of course. And it was unexpected. The first one is always the sweetest as a Golden State Warriors fan or a fan of any team. The first one you get in that city, it's special. But 17 and 18, Kevin Durant, of course, came to the team. They were at the top of the league. The Warriors were running and blowing their opponents away. So it was more of a expectancy of being able to win the NBA Finals and creating something special. You had a team that was unbeatable, unguardable. Whenever you double-teamed Steph Curry, Kevin Durant was leaking down the court. Klay Thompson is the second-best shooter in NBA history. And now for this one, just the amount of injuries that the Warriors dealt with throughout the season, Klay Thompson being out for basically half of the season, returning for his first game in January against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Draymond Green, being out for numerous games due to that back injury and of course Stephen Curry's injury of Marcus Smart diving into his legs and putting him out for I want to say 20 games or um, basically closing out the regular season before Steph Curry 
came back, of course, in the NBA playoffs. It's a sight to see, and as Warriors fans, it's something that they take true pride in to be able to witness this. Because those two years of suffering Warriors fans, now we remember how great Golden State Warriors basketball is, and we are on top of the world. Speaking of being on top of the world and seeing where the Warriors stand at their odds of winning the NBA Finals, then you'll have to check out our sponsor, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, MLB, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And those NBA title Odds are in favor of the Golden State Warriors. Minus 165 right now for the Warriors to take it all. Followed by the Celtics at plus 135. The Miami, the Miami Heat at plus 2800. That's enough about looking into the future. The first game of the NBA Finals, of course, will be played on Thursday. Next, or this coming Thursday now as we record this podcast on a Friday after the Warriors clinch. We got to talk about the first ever Western Conference MVP Award, the Magic Johnson Western Conference MVP Award, and it was given last night to no other than the Warriors franchise leader, the face of the franchise, Stephen Curry. Curry last night, 15 points, 5 of 17 shooting, 2 of 7 from beyond the arc. Of course, not really a good game 5 for Steph, but he showed up for the rest of the series. Of course, Steph averaging in the Western Conference Finals. Nearly 24 points at 23.8, 6.8 rebounds, 7.4 assists, 44% shooting from beyond the arc and also from the field. Steph averaged 20 points per game except for game number 5 and I honestly thought that Andrew Wiggins could have been a potential key factor to winning the Western Conference Finals MVP award because he averaged a double-double basically the the entire series and we'll get into Andrew Wiggins later as well as Draymond, Kevon Looney. So many players showed up for the Warriors here to help them advance to the NBA Finals, but we got to stay on Steph Curry. He's adding all these trophies to his hardware and I love the outfit that he came in with yesterday that all green uh suit uh, track suit or whatever a sweater and those sweatpants that he was wearing in gold print said trophy hunting and that's exactly what Steph is trying to do now he has the MVP award he has the all-star game MVP award now the Western Conference Finals MVP award and you know what's coming next next he has his eyes on the NBA Finals MVP award and that's what has dragged Steph Curry's career or his accolades so far down. People always bring that up. Steph has not won an NBA Finals MVP award. And I think in the back of his head, that is there. Players do see what you say about them. And the Warriors have admitted to it. Steph last year said in a press conference when the Warriors were kicked out by Memphis in the play-in tournament that, look, watch out. We're going to be back next year. And they're going to come out strong. And almost exactly one year to date, Steph and the Warriors are going to their sixth NBA Finals in the last eight seasons. And that is truly, truly amazing once again. Steph Curry last night, 
he's just a guy that even if he doesn't have a good game and we'll always say this shout out to warriors world steph better but also the gravity steph curry comes and he sets a screen and he's coming off of a screen across screen or you know those that viral video in the nba playoffs where him and jordan Poole locked arms and the defenders couldn't decide who to guard steph curry creates gravity and i think that's also why last night uh draymond green had his best game of the entire playoffs i believe you always love to see it when draymond lets it fly steph though with the memorable three-pointer basically the dagger three to put the game out of line against the dallas mavericks we got to talk about his other splash brother though clay thompson and we know the story about game six clay let's just call it close out clay when the Warriors need to close out games and move on to the next series, Klay Thompson shows up. He had a game-high 32 points last night, 12 of 25 from the field, 8 of 16 from beyond the arc, and a plus 17. He was struggling coming into the game 5, and of course, he shot only 47%, or he shot 47%. From, from the field, but from beyond the arc, 29% on only 15 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. Klay Thompson came out, and he knew that he was locked in early on, hit a couple of threes, and then eventually, again, 8 three-pointers to close out the game, and I think Klay has been spectacular on defense. The offense was going to come, and later on in the games of a series, Game 5, Game 6, Klay Thompson shows up. And it's in these big clutch moments that we really need him. And he was hitting those shots. Last night, Dallas pulled it to within eight after the Warriors were up by 20 plus points. And it was getting a little scary heading into the fourth quarter. But Clay Thompson hit a big three as well and was able to get the Warriors' momentum shifted back into their direction. Clay Thompson, when the Warriors were presented with the Western Conference trophy, this moment warmed my heart. Him being able to say that, hey, the guys carried it throughout the regular season and for him to come in and help the team out, it truly meant something special to him. And if you think about it, Clay missed two seasons. And basically every time that Clay, Steph, and Draymond are together, they make it to the NBA Finals whenever they're in the playoffs. And without Clay, they did not make the NBA Finals. So Clay's a perfect six for six in the last six seasons that he's played, making a trip to the NBA Finals. That trio of Steph, Clay, and Dre is the best trio ever in NBA playoff history. They have played a total of 17 series together, and they have a perfect undefeated record of 17 and 0 in the playoffs. And they are 5-4 and four in playoff series when the trio doesn't play all games together. So if someone gets injured or in that NBA Finals in 2016, does not count into this record because Draymond missed a game. So they, they would have had to play all games together in a series to make this uh, list. And when you look at the list, right behind them, 11 series played for Jordan, Pippen, and Harper, 11-0. Jordan, Grant, and Paxson, 10-0. A lot of Jordan and the Chicago Bulls there. It's not only the core three that deserves respect. It's also one of the guys that already has two NBA championships behind his name, and that's Kevon Hakeem Olajuwon Looney. And Kevon Looney, 10.6 points, 10.6 rebounds, 3.0 assists, and a 70% shooting percentage against the Dallas Mavericks. 
and he has been terrific the entire series. In Game 2, 21 points and 12 rebounds, and in the closeout Game 5, 10 points and 18 rebounds, and the resurgence, the appearance of playoff Kevon Looney, all the way back to Game 6 versus the Memphis Grizzlies, where he grabbed an insane 22 rebounds. I mean, Kevon was doing work late in the game last night. Uh, Miss Clay Thompson 3, an offensive rebound to Steph Curry to get the dagger 3-pointer. My goodness. Whenever Kevon Looney, gotta credit him because, again, he was one of six players this season in the NBA in the regular season to play all 82 games. And after those two hip surgeries, his ability to come in, and I know I talked about it last week with Javi, his switchability on defense, you saw it a little bit in 2018 against the Houston Rockets, where it was a younger, slimmer Kevon Looney, but now this more built Kevon Looney still has the ability to do it, and he is tougher. You know, you saw it against Luka Doncic, whether it was Jalen Brunson or Spencer Dinwiddie being switched onto him. He did a great job of staying in front of him, and if he did get beat, he was there to reshuffle his feet, get within hip-to-hip, and try to make it a difficult player, try to get his defender to earn it at the free throw line. And Kevon Looney's development has to be talked about. This Warriors team drafts really, really good. And I know there's been a couple of misses, if you want to say misses, with Reggie, or uh, not Reggie Evans, but Jacob Evans. And you saw early successes with Jor- Jordan Bell and Patrick McCaw. And the Warriors really find talent when whoever they draft. And I know the talk this morning was Jordan Poole is even a reach. Uh, Kevin Dana, the play-by-play broadcaster for the Santa Cruz Warriors and also fills in sometimes for Tim Roy on the Warriors radio network. He tweeted something out and it wasn't his article, but some CBS reporter uh, wrote that Jordan Poole being drafted in the end of the first round when the Warriors did was a reach because some draft boards even predicted that he would not get drafted in the NBA draft, whether it was in the second round as well. So for the Warriors to quote-unquote reach for Jordan Poole and see him gaining superstar status or gaining star status to say the least, he's going to be the future for the Golden State Warriors and he's going to get a big contract too. Now, back to Kevon Looney. He's been with this team. We always mention Clay, Steph, and Dre as the core three. Will Looney has also been a veteran on this squad for quite some time now. Kevon Looney out of UCLA. We remember the comparisons and the tweets of him or that YouTube video that went viral about him being the next Kevin Durant. And we saw early in his career, he wanted to model his game after Kevin Durant. And of course, wore the number 36 one number away from 35 that, of course, KD wears. Now switching to the number five, Kevon Looney has become his own person. We saw early in his career taking a lot of mid-range jump shots, and now he's he's a force down low in the paint, and he has worked himself to a big NBA contract. And I think for Kevon Looney, he fits the Warriors system well. There's talks around the league saying, how is he going to fit with other teams? He's, he's a true fit for the Warriors system. And if he just... And if he does decide to leave, um, we saw earlier in the year the report that he would like to weigh his options and um, go and see what contracts that he's going to be offered in free agency. And hell, Kevon Looney deserves it for how he's played in the NBA playoffs so far. And another guy that the Warriors saw we got to talk about 
is two-way wigs. Andrew Wiggins has been spectacular in these Western Conference Finals the entire playoffs so far this season. And, of course, his first NBA playoff run where he's made it out of the first round. Of course, with Minnesota, went to the first round. But now, this is the true Andrew Wiggins. And stop disrespecting Andrew Wiggins is what I have to say as well. You calling him or Warriors fans, a lot of people calling him Harrison Barnes 2.0. And I think in the past, I got to call myself out too because we that was the expectation, right? As Warriors fans, a lot of people saying that, hey, if he's just Harrison Barnes, we'll be fine. He is better than Harrison Barnes. Let's get that clear. But Harrison Barnes is a great defender in the low post. Give him credit to that for the Black Falcon. But Andrew Wiggins taking his game to another level. Let's take a look at his stats right now in the Western Conference Finals. Andrew Wiggins, Maple Jordan, 18.6 points, 7.2 rebounds, 2.8 assists on 46% shooting, 28% from beyond the arc, and 68% from the free throw line. The three-point and free throw line still needs some work there, but he had a great first two games from beyond the arc, I would have to say. 37% in game one and 60% in game two. Andrew Wiggins has done a terrific job at defending as well. We see him at times with Luka Doncic throughout the series. And Andrew Wiggins has been a key factor in this championship run. For Wiggins to elevate his level with this team and just to see the joy on his face that you never saw in Andrew Wiggins' career since he got drafted that day as the number one overall pick with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was wholesome and rewarding to see Andrew light up with such a big smile when he lifted up the Western Conference trophy for the Golden State Warriors and all the pictures that he's posted on social media and Instagram. Now the Warriors have a tough choice here over the summer of course. Andrew Wiggins, you re-sign him, is going to be a max contract. Draymond Green as well, max contract. Steph Curry, you know, Jordan Poole. The talks are, are you really going to have four players with max contracts? Well, you'll ha we'll just w have to wait and see and enjoy the moment. Shout out though, to that D'Angelo Russell trade. And shout out to Kevin Durant. Warriors fans have been bashing him. And it's not fair to put that narrative out there and this talking point that the Warriors are better without KD because now the Warriors have reached the NBA Finals before KD since he's left. If it wasn't for Kevin Durant and for him to agree to a side-in trade, we would not have Andrew Wiggins right now or Jonathan Kaminga or, or even Moses Moody, right? Jonathan Kaminga of course, was part of that uh, pick swap there or that pick that was traded from the Minnesota Timberwolves. So what I mean to say is we wouldn't have Jonathan Kaminga and Andrew Wiggins. Let's just enjoy this moment right now. Soak in the glory of the Warriors going to the NBA Finals again and worry about all the contracts later on after the season is over. But to Draymond Green very quickly, and we'll touch on him as well. Playoff Draymond. Game 5, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 9 assists on 6 of 7 shooting. One three-pointer, perfect from the line, 4 for 4, plus 11 in 31 minutes for Day-Day. And I love Draymond Green's performance in Game 5. Got me super excited. He was a perfect there from the free throw line. And when it comes to big games and... Draymond earlier in the season saying that, hey, not everyone is meant for the playoffs. 
but he is and the squad is and that's exactly what happened in game number five for Draymond Green. Draymond was struggling of course early on this series and the goal is for Draymond to score double digit points because of course we know the stat that when he does that the Warriors are a winning team and I'm glad he showed that towards the end of the Memphis series coming into the series against the Dallas Mavericks. He only scored less than 10 points in game number two where he had six six and five there warriors won game number two of course 126 to 117 but all 10 points in all of his performances but game two and then game five he exploded with 17 points and i love it when draymond shoots that three-pointer even especially when it's early on into the game because if he hits it or if it's even a good miss it'll just push him to shoot those floaters that mid-range game that he also has when driving and Draymond Green and the TNT crew last night was trying to push Draymond to make a prediction on who he wanted to see in the NBA finals and Draymond being the new media person he is would not succumb to them for him to give an answer of with Charles and Ernie and Shaq and Kenny Smith last night, Draymond basically said that he thinks it's going to be Boston giving a prediction without saying who he wants. And on the Draymond Green show, which was just released a couple of hours ago, he thinks that it will also be the Boston Celtics. I also think it's going to be the Boston Celtics with a 3-2 lead over the Miami Heat. And game number six for them will be tonight on Friday. So maybe by tonight we will hear if it's going to be the Boston Celtics or we're going to see a game seven against the Miami Heat. But like I said last week with Javi, I want the Miami Heat because they're a team that they've seen similar a similar build to, of course. They remind me of the 2019 Toronto Raptors. Tyler Hero, of course, being out. He reminds me of a Fred Van Fleet that was being hot. Of course, Kyle Lowry was already on the team. And Bam Adebayo reminds me of the defensive presence that Pascal Siakam caused and was causing difficult matchups for Draymond Green. And also, when we look at Jimmy Butler, he's their Kawhi Leonard, no doubt about it. So the Warriors know how to build and defend that type of team against the Boston Celtics, who they were 1-1 one one on the regular season. And of course, if there's anything to take out of this Warriors playoff run, is regular season numbers do not matter. The Nuggets, the Nuggy Nugs, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Dallas Mavericks all beat the Warriors. A lot of them had great records against them in the regular season, and look what's happened. So Boston or Miami, whoever it is, I know it's going to be a great series. And if it is Boston, like we're all saying, man, what a historic way to put it for the NBA 75th anniversary of the league to have Two original franchises, Boston Celtics, the Golden State Warriors, way back when with the Philadelphia Warriors going back in the history. And me personally, just having those, I had a shirt as a kid and I still have it to this day of the Warriors championship banners and there was only three of them in the back. And I wore that all day to elementary school at the Warriors 1947, 1956, and 1975 titles. So basically, if you want to take a look at that, that's 57, 67, 77, doing a little bit of math out loud here. Three titles in 28 years from 47 to 75. And now the Warriors are going for title number four in eight years. That is absolutely insane. And 
closing this podcast out, Warriors fans, don't buy in to the media bias. We know how the media talks about the Golden State Warriors. ESPN today, Brian Windhorse, that video of him resurfacing, don't disrespect Luka Doncic, because if you disrespect his name, he'll do numbers on the Golden State Warriors. Look where Luka and his team is now. They're going to Cancun, joining all the other teams that the Warriors have booted out. And also, on that note, Nick Wright, or should I say Nick Wrong, still picking the East team, no matter who it is, to beat the Golden State Warriors. You're a clown. And this all goes back to the Charles Barkley deal that happened last night in front of Thrive City. Um, The set was there, the crew was out there, and then Warriors fans were throwing t-shirts onto the TNT set and also liquids at Charles Barkley because Charles, of course, trashed the city of San Francisco, saying basically it was a dump where it was filled with homeless people. And also for Charles to say that he hates the city of San Francisco and whether this is real hatred for the Golden State Warriors or real hatred for the city of San Francisco, Chuck had it coming to him. Does that make it right for the Warriors fans to throw objects at him? Absolutely not. So both parties are wrong. And it's just been a, it's not an, it's not a real showcase of how Dub Nation and Warriors fans are. They're just a small minority of people. And how can you blame it? Because Thrive City, hey, if you're in the Bay Area, you know that you can smell you can smell that smoke out there in Thrive City. So a lot of people that are drunk, that are high, and celebrating a championship does not excuse to throwing objects. But hey, at the same time, Chuck, you can't be saying that stuff and not expect something to happen to you. And everyone loved everybody else on that set. Ernie Johnson, Kenny the Jet Smith, and of course Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, love him trolling, came out and said after... The last TNT show last night at Thrive City, blow horns uh, going off the set and saying, I love you, San Francisco. So on that left side of the set, everyone loved Shaquille O'Neal. And I just want to say, Warriors fans, Dub Nation, keep on tweeting me those receipts at BKDIZ0, B-C-A-D-I-Z-0 on Twitter, because I want to see all the screenshots of all the people that that said the Warriors are not going to make it to the NBA Finals. And I had... One friend in particular that I took screenshots way back in November. And I said, it's going to be the Warriors and the Heat and the NBA Finals. And I'm close on that prediction. Heat could still do it. But my main point was that Klay Thompson coming back is going to take the team over the top in November when the Warriors started off pretty hot. And him being a Lakers fan, he said, comedy, laughing emoji. The Warriors are giving him a good laugh that day back in November. Look where they're at now, going for their sixth or their fourth title in eight years, six NBA Finals appearance in the last eight years, and hey, this dude that I know, his Lakers, where are they now? Did not make the play-in tournament, and Ken Bazemore, regretting his decision to leave the Golden State Warriors, look where they're at now. Kelly Oubre Jr. left the Phoenix Suns, and... The Phoenix Suns made the NBA Finals the following year, left the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors are in the finals right now this year. Is that the Patrick McCaw curse where 
Patrick McCall left, and then he won those titles there with Toronto. For a four-peat, I think, is what it was, or a three-peat for Patrick McCaw. A few more things to note. Gary Payton II, Shams, tweeted that he is on track to play game one of the NBA Finals. We will see GP2 in the NBA Finals, hopefully in game one. If we don't, probably in game two and later on. Hopefully, OPJ is back by then as well, which we expect him to. Andre Iguodala, no new news on Iguodala as of now. That's all the news we have. That's all the time we have for this episode. This was more of an episode to appreciate this dynasty, the greatness. Soak it in, Golden State Warriors fans, Dub Nation. Thanks for tuning into this episode every single week. And man, what a time to be a Warriors fan. Enjoy this because those two years, we experienced the pain, the suffering. All I got to say is go Warriors. And as always, thanks for tuning into this episode. You can follow our podcast at Warriors247Pod. And of course, I have my new podcast, Strength in Numbers, coming out very, very soon. I'll tweet about that where you can find me at my own profile on Twitter at BKD0BCADIZ. Until next week, the Warriors are in the NBA Finals. And as always, this show is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.